0: Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Cricket and the King podcast, the podcast where Jesus is the answer to everything, and we are constantly expanding on that point. I'm your host, Ben, and today we are going to be talking about the lie of the self-made man. What is the self-made man? Well, in my definition, anyway, the self-made man is somebody who... Believes that you can just quote unquote pull yourself up by your bootstraps and just do better and make better choices and succeed. And although our choices do matter uh, and there is some correlation causation between our choices and our success, I think as believers, there's another part that we need to talk about. Uh, we as Christians are submitted to God, uh, and He is the one that guides our life, and largely we recognize all of our opportunities come from Him. So, the reason this is coming up in my life is I just got a new job, and it is not because I was qualified for that job, or that I deserved that job, or that it was anything I did, but I you know, was applying to like a bajillion jobs on Kijiji because that's what you do when you need a job. And this company called me back, and it's outside of my realm of experience or knowledge. And somehow, right place, right time, they needed a guy, and I got hired, which is fantastic. I'm very pleased about it, but um, I recognized that that was not something I was qualified for, uh, and also believing that God is directing my life. I... Um, yeah i mean it wouldn't have been what i had chosen for myself just because it is so beyond what i normally do um self the self-made man i think is something that in our society is pretty deeply ingrained even if we don't talk about it even if we're like oh no the self uh, like people people help other people and like there's luck and this and that like i think people in their hearts really believe that you can do it yourself, you can make it yourself, you can just try harder, do better bro, like that kind of thing where you are striving and making all the correct choices and in the end you end up in a more advantageous spot than if you had not made those choices or done those things or pulled yourself up by your bootstraps. It's essentially the belief that we are an island unto ourselves and we can do it if we just try hard enough And think the right thoughts. I mean, some of it is even tied to uh, power of positive thinking type stuff. Where, you know, if I just think the right things or have the right attitude or mindset, things will work out for me. Uh, And I think, again, as believers, that's dangerous. Um, We are not called, although we are called to make correct choices and act in discernment and wisdom, We are not called to build ourselves or our kingdoms. Um, I think a big part of recognizing that we are not self-made and uh, kind of having a better perspective is recognizing our advantages. I know I've talked about this before on the podcast, but I think it's important to reiterate and I know in myself, I've forgotten this, like the growing up. You know, if you grow up with two parents, if you grow up uh, without true financial struggles, if you... Um, by tr- I mean, I guess financial struggles can be defined differently by everyone, but I just mean, like, you have, like, a relatively stable home. Like, I never went hungry as a kid. Like, the, we never missed meals because we didn't have any money. Uh, if we did, I don't remember it. I don't know. Uh, but I just... I don't, you know, there's people out there that are suffering and there is the, there's always someone worse off than you, but that doesn't minimize your problems. I don't necessarily want to go down that road too much, but it's, it's worth mentioning that like, yeah, you could eternally be like, oh, but there's people starving in Africa. Yeah, but there's people being tortured in Yemen and like, just go down the despair rabbit hole of, of how advantaged you are. And not that you need to necessarily do that, but I do think it's important to recognize like okay, I am privileged in these areas. And maybe, you know, maybe that's like one privilege out of potentially thousands of things that could have gone right or could have given you an, an advantage in life. But again, we don't get to really choose our station in life or like, not our station, sorry, we don't get to choose our, our the circumstance we're born into, I guess. Like a prince that's born into a kingdom didn't, like, in utero be like, ah, yes, or not in utero, I guess their spirit in the ether, whatever, whatever weird mystic kind of thing people think about existence, or you're like, I will myself to reincarnate as a prince, or whatever, I don't believe in reincarnation, but I'm just saying, like, this, this is, like, disproving that mentality anyway they don't get to choose that you're not like a baby that was conscious before choosing to be in a life and then you are born into unconsciousness and it's just like well that's karma because essentially that's like the eastern mystic position which is weird and super disheartening when you really think about it to its logical conclusion anyway weird rabbit hole but so you have these advantages and you have to recognize them because i think it's easy to forget the help that we've been given in the past, um, and not only that, it's easy to romanticize the past and paint a falsified version of our past self that's essentially more positive, or that the positive, cho- uh, sorry, the positive things that happened were a direct result of our choices. And I'm not saying that that's entirely untrue. We do have to make choices, and we'll get we'll get kind of deeper into that uh, that comparison as it re- as it relates to faith, or in my mind relates to faith. But we have this rose colored set of glasses when we look at the past. At least I do. I say most of the things we. I assume like a lot of people think in the way I do. Maybe I'm wrong, uh, but but I know that when I look back on all my life, I have. A perspective of the past it's like oh wasn't that so great or oh wasn't i just so smart to do that granted i'm very self-critical so i'm also like wow you idiot how did you ever survive in this world but there's also a lot of like oh yeah that's why we're here that's why we're here this decision that i made in the past is why we're doing so well and we're doing so great but if i don't remember how hard it is how hard it was uh, and I don't remember the help i received I think it's really easy to lose sight of god's grace in your life and to lose sight of the 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 amount of care and love he has for you not that not that you know uh, he ever stops caring and loving for you but I think that our recognition allows us to keep a more Intimate, sorry, our recognition to our advantages or the blessings that He's given us uh, allows us to keep a more intimate relationship with Him because we are able to say, You gave me these things and I'm here because of you, instead of uh, self focusing and saying, Well, I did so great. I made the right choices and choosing to focus on the self rather than on the giver of the good things uh, and thinking that we became a self-made man because we do look at the past with those well I did this and this is what resulted I'm the best therefore uh, I think in the book of Proverbs it's it's um, it talks a lot about you know I've seen basically I've seen an evil man do super well and a good man do super poorly and that's super unfair and that's not cool but time and chance happens to everyone and literally you can't do a lot except like, essentially work hard and do your best and enjoy your time under the sun. That's a bro paraphrase of that proverb, but you I'm sure you get the gist and if you've read the Bible to any degree, you probably know which one I'm talking about. But anyway, the the problem also with remembering our blessings and accepting that our choices have merit while existing in the strange dichotomy of god's grace and recognizing that our efforts aren't necessarily tied to our success although there is that uh we're what i had here is we are required to work and try to be diligent despite this god's grace is there to catch us in our failures not only that but he can also develop character in us that we could not develop in ourselves due to his grace as we submit ourselves to the Holy Spirit. So that's a really wordy way of saying God fixes us. Um, And because of those fixes, we are able to receive blessings that come due to the changes he's made in our character. Those changes in our character result in changes in our choices, which result in changes in our outcome. Again, Very roundabout. But this is part of being a believer that I also think is not recognized. And that's not to say that it's all going to be rainbows and sunshine and um, prosperity gospel like health and wealth and blah, 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 blah. Um, The changes can even be non-physical blessing. Um, it, It can be a change in mindset that results in greater... I don't want to say experiential happiness. That is definitely not the word I'm looking for. Um, it can result in greater overall joy and satisfaction in our own hearts, with our relationship with the Lord, and with ourselves, despite possibly even having worse or less in terms of material possessions or circum or uh, personal circumstance. So, God is the one that actually changes our character. So even if our choices led to the good things, we have to recognize that when we submit to the Spirit and He changes parts about our character and hearts, we are actually being blessed by God indirectly through Him changing our character, which change our, changes our choices, which changes our circumstances. <laughs> it's a, It's a domino effect of the grace of God that I think is important to recognize and acknowledge. And people that don't, have the holy spirit they don't have that inner witness and him changing their hearts as they submit to the lord um i think it would actually probably no i mean not even necessarily be any easier to have pride but but if they are you know doing things uh and they don't recognize i guess it'd be like almost not recognizing that your parents molded you to make the kind of choices you make uh Although, you know, sometimes that's not true, and I think the self-made man thing, sorry, this is a totally different tangent, but the self-made problem can also come as a point of pride when people say, I I will never be like my parents, I will be so much smarter, I will be so much better, I will this, that, mm, the other thing, and uh, yeah, there's a problem in that too, because that is almost being self-made in the truest sense. Uh, but in the end, that result you won't be happy with your life or who you've become or what you are, um, truly, because we're made for a relationship with God. Anyway, that's kind of a side note. Um, to finish this little personal rant that I wanted to put out into the ether, uh, I wrote: There's a weird dichotomy between our efforts and the grace of God. Our efforts do matter. But it's a recognition of your blessings that creates a reason to put in the effort. Effort that comes out of striving is not nearly as effective as effort that comes out of a place of gratefulness. So that, again, is a less wordy, more straightforward way of saying that our efforts do matter. And I think God wants us to build character um, that puts in effort, that works hard. But if we're doing that effort from a place of um, striving or self-slavery, striving being like, I need to work harder, I need to do better, you know, like cracking the whip on your own back, that effort, you will move forward and the results might even be positive. But I think that that effort is never going to get us as far as recognizing the changes God's made to our character the changes god's made in our circumstance and then realizing from that place that he's given us an opportunity to put in effort in the right way i don't know if that makes sense and i hope it resonates with someone but but it's like I said, it's a recognition of your blessings that creates the reason to put in effort. You realize what God's given you, the opportunities. And because of that, you're all the more motivated to put in effort towards um, the things that you need to do. Uh, I know I've said this example before, but but my wife and I, uh, we sold our house on the island and... That market was really inflated and we moved to central Alberta where the market was not nearly as insane. And because of that, we were able to put a lot of money down on our house and have fairly low uh, monthly expenses. Which is amazing because, you know, we have two young girls and we're trying to raise them and put food on the table and do all those good things. But, you know, we both, uh, when we were sitting and talking the other night, we recognized like, oh, we just blew over that, like it happened. And in the moment we were super grateful, but we've kind of forgotten the importance of that moment where it's like, that was 0% what we did. That was listening to the instruction of the Holy Spirit, um, following him and then him just blessing us and putting us in an amazing place, uh, at an amazing, location like a, a great neighborhood at, with great people and and being able to find community and he pointed us to a church to go to and and uh just all all these blessings that God's given us and we just like forgot we just forgot that we're in the place we're in because of God's grace and not because of our own efforts um and I th- I do know I know I don't just think I know it's hard to keep my heart in that place of recognition of my blessing and and in that being more motivated to make the appropriate choices that I need to make but you know god willing I'll get better at that and I think that's something that we probably all could stand to get better at um but you know like I said I put this podcast out as what I'm experiencing and my thoughts and maybe you're all perfect in that but I don't know um Yeah, I just feel like it's actually reasonable to probably pray at this point, which I don't usually do at the end of podcasts, but I'm going to do it. So, Father, thank you for uh, each and every person listening. Thank you for the blessings that you've given us. Uh, Thank you for the changes that you've made in our character through your Holy Spirit to give us good things. Um, Thank you for the good things you've given us, beyond the choices we've made thank you for the mistakes you've forgiven us for and the blessings you've given us even as we have made mistakes and um, blunders and failures and and failed to listen to your spirit i pray that you would give us a constant uh, awareness of your goodness in the blessings we have that we would we would see (laughs) that we would see your goodness in the land of the living yeah, in Jesus' name, bless each and every person that's listening. Uh, bless me, too. Selfish prayer. <laughs> in Jesus' name. Okay, so thank you again for listening to another episode of the Cricket and the King podcast. Uh, if you have any questions, concerns, crises, tumors, you can send an email to thecricketandtheking at gmail.com. That is my email for this podcast, and I will try to respond to you as best as I can and answer your questions and... Um, Yeah, if I don't get back to you in a few weeks, it's probably just because I'm tied up with work. Like I said, new job, lots to learn. But uh, thank you for listening, and I hope to see you again. Um, Yeah, until next time, have a great week, month, whatever, however long it takes me to post another one. Thanks again. Bye.